You're listening to Steve Allen on the Think About It podcast. Hi, Steve here. At the beginning of 2020, seven steps began. It was planned in advance. Billions of people around the globe are being forced step-by-step into a radically different way of life, one that involves far less personal, physical, and financial freedom than they could ever have imagined. First, they released a new virus around the world. The World Health Organization declared a pandemic. International agencies, media, public health officials, politicians fanned the fear by focusing almost exclusively on the contagiousness of the virus. First, they released a new virus around the world. The World Health Organization declared a pandemic. International agencies, media, public health officials, politicians fanned the fear by focusing almost exclusively on the contagiousness of the virus and the rising number of cases, and by characterizing the virus as extremely dangerous. Within a few days, governments at all levels also declared states of emergency. At lightning speed, they imposed lockdown measures that confined most people to their homes, closing schools and shutting down much of the global economy. The stunned, fearful, convinced public over the previous few years that their bodies do not have the natural ability to react to pathogens by producing antibodies that confer long-lasting immunity, willingly complied with every measure they've been told to take. The first weekly virtual class on local emergency and crisis responses to COVID-19 was held for mayors and other city officials around the world, coordinated by a handful of American organizations in the academic, medical, financial, political, and transportation spheres. The classes featured guests ranging from Barack Obama to Bill Gates. Secondly, national, state, provincial, and municipal leaders, as well as public health officials, started daily press briefings. They used them to pump out frightening statistics and modeling, proclaiming that the virus has the potential to kill many millions of people. Most of this information is difficult to really understand and sheds little real light on the natural course of the virus's spread through each geographic area. Officials and media conveniently downplay or distort low death tolls from the virus, and instead they focus on alarming statistics produced by compliant academics, social media influencers, and high-profile organizations. The main message is that this is a war, and many lives are at stake unless virtually everybody stays at home. Mainstream media amplifies the deceptions that the world is at the mercy of the virus, Simultaneously, central banks and governments hand out massive amounts of cash, largely to benefit the big banks. And they bring in giant private sector financial firms to manage the process, despite these global companies' extremely bad track records in the 2008 and 2009 crash. Governments also rapidly start to create trillions of dollars worth of programs that include compensating businesses and workers for their shutdown-related losses. Then we saw the third step, a concerted effort by all levels of government and public health to very rapidly ramp up testing for viral RNA, along with production of personal protective equipment. Now, it doesn't even matter 
that the test they used was never intended to be used in testing for coronavirus. Even the inventor of the test said so. They push aside the need for regulation, including quality standards and independent verification of tests' rates of accuracy, by insisting that fast approval and rollout are imperative for saving lives. Models are released that predict snowballing of numbers of cases, hospitalizations and deaths, even under best-case scenarios. At about the same time, public health officials loosen the criteria for viral infections, outbreaks and deaths, particularly in the oldest members of society. That increases the number of cases and deaths attributed to the new pathogen. The media continue to do their job as they scream for more testing and for severe punishment of people who aren't completely compliant with the lockdown measures. As a result, there's little backlash as police and military with sweeping new powers enforce these measures and give stiff penalties or even jail terms to those who disobey orders. The mayor admitting this morning the NYPD's social distancing enforcement efforts aren't working. Overnight, a video surfacing showing a rough arrest of a young mother with her child in her hands. Police say it happened before noon Wednesday at the Atlantic Avenue Barclays Center Station. Officers stopping her from going into the subway with her child because she wasn't wearing her mask properly. States also monitor with impunity massive numbers of people using their cell phones to track them. Vast human resources are focused on tracking people down who have contact with a virus-positive person and confining them to their homes. This adds to social isolation, depression, and sometimes even suicide. This enables those in control to even further erase individual and collective choices, voices, and power. Step four, when the number of cases and deaths started to plateau, local officials claim it's too early to tell whether the virus has finished passing through their population, and therefore these dystopic restrictive measures have to continue till they say. An alternative narrative is that if such measures aren't kept in place, there will be a resurgence of cases and deaths. And the continuing climb in elderly persons' deaths means all bets are off for the time being. They admit that initial models incorrectly predicted there would be a tsunami of cases, ICU admissions and deaths, but they say more time is needed before it can be determined whether it's safe to loosen some of the restrictions and let children return to school or adults go back to work. Officials don't even try to calculate the overall skyrocketing cost to their populations and economies of the shutdowns and other measures, nor do they discuss what cost level may be too high. They don't care. They just go along like obedient cult members, following orders like robots. Powerful media organizations also push for the massive virus testing overcapacity to be used to surveil the general population for viral RNA in their bodies. At the same time, the rollout begins of widespread blood testing for antibodies to the virus. Meanwhile, new data are published by who, I don't know, but they're showing the virus has a high capacity to mutate. Scientists and officials interpret this as meaning a larger medical arsenal will be needed to combat it. Their fifth step, about two or three weeks later, the dramatic increase in testing for viral RNA produces the desired goal of a significant upsurge in the number of people found positive for the virus. Public health officials add jet fuel to the surge by adding to their case and death tallies the large number of people who are only suspected 
and not lab-tested or confirmed to have had an infection. Politicians and public health officials tell the masses this means they cannot return to their jobs or other activities outside the home for the time being. Governments work with the public health agencies, academics, industry, the WHO, and other organizations to start to design and implement immunity passport systems for using the results of the widespread antibody testing to determine who can be released from the lockdowns and who can't. Meanwhile, government leaders continue to highlight the importance of vaccines for beating the virus. Step six, large-scale human testing of different types of antivirals and vaccines continues thanks to a concerted push from the WHO, funded heavily by Bill Gates and his collaborators, pharmaceutical and biotech companies, governments and universities. And now the population won't have the antibodies to the virus because they've been kept from being exposed to it. So they eagerly accept these vaccines, even though they've been rushed to market. They believe these injection products offer the only hope for escaping the virus's clutches. And finally, step seven. Soon the new virus will start another cycle around the planet, just like influenza and other viruses have every year for thousands of years. But they keep on fanning the flames of fear by warning of the potential for millions of deaths among people not yet protected from the virus. They rapidly roll out virus and antibody testing again, while companies sell billions more doses of antivirals and booster vaccines. Governments simultaneously surrender control of all remaining public assets to global companies. This is because local and national governments' tax bases were decimated during step one and they're virtually bankrupt from their unprecedented spending in the war against the virus in the previous steps. The overall result is a complete totalitarian medical response to the virus, which on a population level is no more harmful than influenza. Coupled with the creation of permanent totalitarianism control by global companies in a 24-7 invasive surveillance police state supported by widespread smart technology, Life will never be the same, will never be free, and will never be enjoyable again as we've known it. The key players will repeat the cycle of hysteria and massive administration of antivirals and booster shots every few months. You can count on it. And they'll continue to implement a variation of steps one through seven when another new pathogen appears on the scene. Ask yourself this. These doctors and these other experts who are warning about this mRNA vaccine and the dangers, the very real explicit dangers to our DNA and genetic makeup. This pandemic is not a real medical pandemic. The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe or effective. My name is Hilda Smets. I'm a Belgian medical doctor. And I'd like to say that the new COVID-19 vaccine is not safe and that there is no global medical pandemic. For almost 20 years, the pharmaceutical industry has been trying to develop corona vaccines, but never managed, because they saw in the animal trials that there were serious side effects, autoimmune disorders, when the animal was exposed to a new wild-type virus. These autoimmune disorders are comparable with the complications we have seen in some COVID-19 patients. Now, due to the excuse of a global pandemic, the pharma industry 
has the permission to skip the animal trials. The COVID-19 vaccine has not been proven safe and effective. It's a new technology and it's been tested on a few thousands of people in a few months. Please do your own research. The COVID-19 vaccines are not proven to be safe or effective. We believe that it is reckless and unnecessary to roll out these essentially experimental vaccines that are using a completely new mRNA technology to millions of people. Doctors aren't allowed to question COVID-19 in public. Material containing the truth about the alleged disease and the vaccine is banned. In the last year, I've been demonized and lied about and a 50-year career and reputation trashed by those promoting a pandemic that never was and a vaccine that was never needed. My name is Professor Dolores Cahill. I'm a molecular biologist and an immunologist. And we have good news. The coronavirus and the lockdown was not as severe as was thought. We know that we can treat uh, the symptoms of COVID-19 very successfully with vitamins D, C and zinc and with very safe medicines. And um, so therefore, the lockdown and the measures like quarantining, social distancing and masks were not necessary. They are essentially experimenting on us, which is against the Nuremberg Code. I will not be taking the vaccine. Hello, I'm Dr. Anna Forbes. I'm a UK medical doctor here representing the UK Medical Freedom Alliance. This is a growing body of doctors, scientists, academics and lawyers. We believe that there has been an overestimation of the public health risk from SARS-CoV-2 due to misrepresentation of data and inappropriate use of the PCR test. We call for the preservation of informed consent, medical choice and bodily autonomy. As doctors, we believe this is absolutely crucial to maintain. Thank you. I am uh, Ralph uh, Sandberg, MD, PhD, uh, former associate uh, professor uh, in transplant surgery at Karolinska Institute. Uh, my opinion of uh, uh, this coronavirus crisis is that uh, the PCR test uh, it, it is inaccurate. Uh, it, it actually uh, um, causes uh, so many false positives, and I don't trust this vaccine. My name is Dr. Johan Dennis from Belgium. The corona vaccine is not proven safe or effective. There is no medical emergency. It is a fake pandemic. The coronavirus is in terms of harmfulness, mortality and transmissibility comparable to a seasonal flu. And I can only reject the extreme disproportionate measures that are taken by our governments. There is no emergency situation. It was all orchestrated to make you fearful enough to take the vaccine. This vaccine is just not proven safe. It has been developed too quickly. We have no idea what the long-term effects will be. Do not take this vaccine. This vaccine is dangerous. This pandemic is a fraud. My name is Amphid Lafayne. I'm a medical doctor from Belgium, specialized in chronic infectious diseases such as Lyme, Epstein-Barr, molds, etc. The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe nor effective. 
and I think it's unacceptable that all liabilities have been waived for the companies that are producing it. More and more, we see that this is really not a medical pandemic. The measures for Corona cause far more collateral damage than the virus causes itself. Worldwide, we see that the numbers of cases are falsely presented in order to drive the population to obedient behavior and to vaccination. So please be critical. Do your own research and don't let the media manipulate you. I think it's time to react. Time to stand up for your freedom, for the future of your children. Don't give in to anxiety, to polarization, to governmental control and to restriction of your freedom, all under the false pretext of a virus, because that's what's happening. Hi, this is Dr. Tom Cowan. Health does not come from the injection of toxins into our bodies, but rather from deciding what it means to be human and pursuing that with all your heart. The COVID vaccines are not proven safe or effective. COVID is not a real medical epidemic. The vaccines use synthetic products that will alter your genes, allow monitoring of your vaccination status, and produce dangerous chemical reactions. Scientists are therefore demanding that all COVID vaccinations be immediately stopped. The real epidemic is fear and hysteria. It started in China and quickly spread via the World Health Organization. The hysteria was accelerated by corporations who gained financially through selling fast-tracked, flawed medical tests, toxic antiviral drugs, and now unproven and potentially dangerous vaccines. My name is Dr. Carrie Made. I am an internal medicine physician from the United States of America. I've owned my own clinic and I've been medical director of two different clinics, as well as being an attending physician for medical students over the last 19 years. I'm here to tell you that there is no worldwide pandemic for COVID-19. We're using testing mechanisms called PCR that have never been indicated or created to diagnose any infection. This is not the way we should be diagnosing. In addition, hospitals and doctors are getting financial incentives to diagnose COVID-19. On top of that, we have multiple lab errors happening around the world over and over, indicating more false positives. On top of that, I am here to tell you that I will not take the COVID-19 vaccine and I will not recommend the COVID-19 vaccine for any of my patients. This vaccine is experimental on the human race because they are proposing to use modified messenger RNA or modified DNA synthetic to the human body. This is the first time ever this will ever be launched on the human race. We don't know what, what could happen to us. In addition, they're proposing to use nanolipid technology or nanotechnology and the human race as well. There are so many different awful things that can happen to us and we need to investigate this before we go forward. This is my alarm call to the world. My name is Dr. Bear Lando and I've treated many vaccine damaged children due to the lack of proper testing and the spurious conditions surrounding the alleged pandemic. I would highly caution anyone considering taking the COVID-19 vaccine. I am Kate Shemarani, natural nurse in a toxic world. Do I believe there is a pandemic? Absolutely not. There's no evidence of that. Do I believe that COVID-19 exists? Absolutely not. It has never been proven. Do I believe that the population need this new COVID-19 dangerous vaccine 
that's not had the safety trials done and it hasn't ever been done before? Absolutely not. No one needs it. Do I believe that our government should be arrested for possibly genocide? Absolutely. The vaccines carry the risk of immune enhancement. Instead of protecting against infection, the vaccine can actually make the disease worse when a vaccinated person is infected with the virus. Secondly, in the UK, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency has made an urgent request, quote, the MHRA urgently seeks an artificial intelligence software tool to process the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions. I strongly disagree to getting vaccinated with this experimental preparation called the Corona vaccine. Firstly, each and every new vaccine has to undergo a period of clinical trials, which is at least five years. Secondly, why should I expose my body to something unknown due to the virus, which mortality rate is similar to that of seasonal influenza virus? The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe or effective. This is not a real medical pandemic. I want you to remember that each one of you, every single one of you, independently is a beacon of light for those around you. So set the example, stand up, continue to fight, continue to speak out, especially for your children. Let your children see what it means to be free. Allow your children to witness your heroism and that you are willing to stand up and do what's right, regardless of what's going on around you. For the better part of a century, vaccination has relied on corrupt science, propaganda, and systemic suppression of true informed consent. With the COVID vaccine, we reach an inflection point where the truth is available for all to see. Will you trust GMO, pharmaceutical, and 5G subsidizing eugenicist technocrats with your health? Or will you see through their claims to a transhumanist agenda that aims to dispossess you of trust in your body, of any agency around your own life, and even of the fabric of your own humanity? Vaccination is penetration of the body, mind, and spirit by the state. The COVID-19 vaccine is not proven safe or effective. This is not a real medical pandemic. Know that when they develop this, it's under the umbrella of the 2005 PREP Act. They have complete liability protection. You can't sue them and you have no recourse if this vaccine harms you. They have been trying to develop a coronavirus vaccine since 2002 since we had SARS. And every animal study that they've done, particularly the ferrets, the ferret study, which the ferrets immune system most uh, mimics the uh, human adult immune system, ferret studies, rabbits and uh, rat studies, all the animals ended up with a paradoxical immune response in which the antibody levels that were very high actually accelerated the infection, made it much worse and allowed the pieces of the virus to go inside of the cell and be incorporated into the DNA of the recipient of that vaccine by a process called transduction. 
That transduction irreversibly puts that virus, snip of virus into your DNA and transforms your cells. This is not a real medical pandemic and the COVID-19 vaccine is not proven to be safe or effective. The claimed 90% effect is really only 0.2% if you study the results. I wonder, why did Gates and his conspiracy terrorists spend billions to develop vaccines that can sterilize men, women, and even their unborn children? Uniform and forceful measures, medical measures, are unethical and cannot be implemented on a defenseless population, neither as tests nor as vaccines. Any medical intervention, testing, treatment, or vaccine can only implement it in an ethical and legal way based on an individual medical consideration, well-informed patient consent, and clinical evidence of harmlessness beyond doubt. My name is Mikael Nordfors. I'm a medical doctor from Sweden and I'm working with integrative medicine and uh, there is no pandemic and uh, the vaccine is neither safe nor effective and to give a untested vaccine to entire humanity and use them as guinea pigs is complete madness and nothing else and we must stop it now. And it's even more madness to give it to children when children don't suffer from COVID-19. Nobody died under the age of 15 in my country so far. And then there's only side effects and risks and costs. And that's a waste of money and waste of human life and safety. So stop it now. And I also bet that there will never be a vaccine as safe and effective as vitamin D that can reduce mortality between 50 and 95%, depending on the level of vitamin D you have in your blood. They're making these claims for what reason? They won't make any money, and some of them are even banned or their licenses are threatened. So what do they have to gain? A clear conscience, maybe. What does Bill Gates and the pharmaceutical companies have to gain? Billions and billions of dollars. And the ability to depopulate as Bill Gates intends. And for those few people that are left, total control of this world's people. This is not about a virus or a pandemic. This was and has always been about a power grab, a total takeover of this world system, period. Think about it.